Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Scale Riders Podcast. This is episode number 139. I am your host, 65 Lokes. Um, right here, chilling at the moment in my uh, living room, uh, just kind of just hanging out. And we're getting near a show this weekend that I wanted to uh, talk about. And there's a couple other topics. So just to break it down, um, we're going to get right into the dedicated magazine super show that is going on august 14th 2021 which is this saturday and then um after that there's going to be another segment which i want to call work in progress where i want to talk about um a current car that i'm working on at the moment and one of the the final topics on this podcast is uh, a store update of uh what's going on behind the scenes with the scale writer store so uh, let's go right ahead and uh, get things started here uh, with the uh, the super show so as a lot of you guys know um, due to the pandemic and coronavirus a lot of things got shut down last year um, a lot of things came to a halt nothing was going on um, especially because we didn't know what we were dealing with at the time and at the same time, um, you know, we were all worried about our health. Um, unfortunately, there was people that did lose loved ones. Um, you know, rest in peace to them. And, you know, also the, the sympathies go out to the family. Very sad and tragic thing of events that happened last year. And, you know, at the same time, a, lo- a lot of venues and things that, hold events and you know it's a big liability issue and there's also a lot of guidelines and things that they needed to follow and I don't think anybody was ready for what was to come so the only solution to that was to completely shut down cancel events and just not have anything going on you know until we start to see change we start to see some progress into a solution of how to, uh, you know, get through what, what was going on. And I mean, it obviously it took a long time and now we're in the year 2021, August. This year has gone by super fast and a lot of things opened up this year. A lot of events, a lot of things started to come back. And here in Southern California, um, we haven't really had an official model car show this saturday is going to be the first one that i would say is like an official one and i don't want to say it due to because you know these are my friends that are having this event or oh it's only catering to lowrider or you know imports no it's it's not even that to me it's it's um this is an event that Yes, it is being thrown by my friends, but it's a it's an event that is put together by individuals who are very committed, dedicated, and, you know, they've been in the community for many years. And not just, you know, the, the team will that the team that's assembled, it's not just California, you know. You got Willie here in California, you got David out in Texas, you also got George out in the East Coast. And I mean these guys have been around for many years, many years, well known in the communities. And, you know, they've come together, they're putting the show together, and they're also collaborating, um, you know, with other people as well. Art Lasky, you know, another individual who's very embedded in the model car scene here in Southern California, who's thrown numerous events throughout the years. And, I mean, these are guys who are very passionate about model building and at the same time you know they're putting this together for us and i mean the the people who are in the community and they and we speak to them you know uh we're able to talk to them as far as other events there might have been other events you know more down south maybe towards san diego or up north but um, as far as like a model contest, I mean, 
I didn't hear anything about a model car contest. If I would have, I would have promoted it, and I never did because I never knew anything about, and I didn't see anybody promoting anything about an event, you know, that has just passed. And I'm talking about from, you know, January to now to August. Um, I know one of our friends up north, Alex, he he did a, like a, I don't know what, what the theme was, but I know it was, he was at a, he got together with people, you know, he always does events like when he did like the pizza night and uh, model cars and pizza. And I think this one was to do with coffee, if I'm not mistaken and you can correct me later Alex but um I know that right there is pretty cool it's more of a meet people come out hang out and bring their model cars you know it's not necessarily a contest but um I mean things like that we take notice obviously you know Alex is another person who's very passionate in the community wants to do something that no one's doing up north in his area and he's doing it you know, and I mean, this event right here, it's a special one because this is the dedicated Scale Enthusiast Magazine's Super Show, August 14th, 2021. And I mean, the guys, they have plans still that are going to happen after this event, you know, and I'm not going to get into it because... I don't really know the specifics, but I know that there's going to be much more leading up to, you know, this event. This right here is like the beginning of it, you know, and I mean, there's a lot of categories, there's special awards, the award classes. There's just a lot going on and I am going to just, I'm going to go through everything with you guys. Um, most of you guys who are listening to this episode right now are probably getting ready to travel, packing up your models, maybe you're working on your cars, adding the, the final touches to your cars. And I hope that while you're doing that, you enjoy this episode because, I mean, for those that are traveling and coming out to California, you're definitely in for a treat. And for those who are already here, you know, this is like in our backyard, we're probably going to have to drive you know, for some 10 minutes, for others, 30 minutes, an hour, two hours. And then we got people that are coming out maybe six hours and further, right? Um, but I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I'm going to try to see. I don't know how long this episode's going to be. It might be a short one, might be a long one. I'm not, I don't know. I'm just kind of freestyling as I go. Um, but, you know, so dedicated, you know, this is a magazine that has been publishing books showcasing model cars. And I mean, through the volumes that they've put out, you know, it, it's pretty neat how like the first issues there, you got to pre-order them and, you know, they're going to throw in a poster decals and maybe like a, like a, like a special photo edge piece in there. And, and this is, you know, that's the stuff to get you to pre-order. Those are the freebies. After that, it goes in, you know, you get it in. And then once that sells out, that's it. No more pre-orders. Um, no more reissues. If you do want to get an issue of it, then you obviously got to hit up MagCloud and um, purchase the magazine through their account there. So they've been doing this for years now. And, and it's just, it's a trip how time flies by. You know, I still remember when the first magazine dropped and I still remember recording videos doing like a really brief, you know, showcase of the magazine just to let people know, spread word about the magazine because there hadn't, there hasn't been anything for so many years. And I wanted to do my part to spread word to my subscribers on YouTube. Like, Hey, um, if you've been looking for a magazine like this, it's here, it's available, you know, and, and every so often, you know, each issue, I would do a video preview. Eventually the preview started to get longer and longer. I started to get, to get more in depth, more familiar with the magazine. I started to recognize the models that are there and even the artists that were in there being featured, 
now I'm like, dude, I know this guy now. You know, it, it it's something so cool. And I've always told the guys over at Dedicated that to me, this is like a yearbook. You know, it reminds me some nostalgia. It's almost like when you flip through like your yearbook from school, junior high or high school, and you start to see your peers and friends, you know, and I feel like now, you know, with the with the magazine, it's brought a lot of people together because their features are not just U.S. based. They're also featuring artists from, you know, Europe, um, Australia, New Zealand, um, Japan. So, you know, it's it's a lot of different places that it reaches. But at the same time, it, it's almost like over over the years, maybe not right now, we don't see it, but maybe in the future, we're going to we're going to look back and be like, man, I remember I was on issue, you know, like or volume number three. And, you know, I was with you, you guys and stuff like that. Like we were on the features and, you know, it, it's pretty cool. And it bring I feel like it brings people together at the same time. And eventually it just sparks up more um you know, more like love and interest and, and just like, you know, just giving each other props and, and pushing each other, you know, because at the very moment right now, everyone who's model building and is connected on Instagram, you guys are holding the torch. You know, you guys are carrying that thing and, and running with it and, and doing all these things, inspiring others as much as we would want a younger generation to jump into this we can't force them we could just showcase and influence them it's up to them if they want to get into this hobby but at the end of the day when they see quality work or or they just see something different you know um, it's definitely gonna create some type of interest that's gonna want to have them dive in and get into this you know, um, but that that's the reason why I'm saying all this is maybe for some of the listeners who maybe having probably come across Dedicated Magazine. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I just wanted to, you know, just give a little brief of uh, what has gone on in the past. So with the volumes already been put out now, this is the first time that they're doing their show. And I kid you not, doing a show, there's a lot of pressure, you know. There's obviously a budget. There's money involved in this because you obviously got to book the location. Um, You have to get, you know, sponsors for the awards. Also vendors, a lot of various things that will help with the event. So this way you know, things operate smoothly, you know, um, and that's why, you know, it's important for all of us to support and spread the word, even if you live in a different state and you can't even go to the event, at least spread the word, let other people know, because on your Instagram page, you might have some people from California and within that area, or maybe in LA area who probably don't even know about it. And by you posting it, they're going to know that this show is going on this Saturday. And um, hopefully it's something that they could come out to and see. So the, so the event, this is going to be taking place at Holiday Inn. The address is 14299 Firestone Boulevard. The city is La Mirada, California, 90638. Um, this is right off the freeway. Uh, let me go ahead. I'm on my computer right now, so I, I had to bring, I had to bust it out because I, I needed some uh, some help here. Just so uh, this way I can kind of explain to you guys where this is at. So this is right off the five freeway, the Santa Ana freeway. And I mean, whether if you're coming from LA or even um, from more down south, you know, Anaheim area or San Diego, the five freeway, that's going to be the the primary freeway that's going to be getting you here. Um, right near it, I mean, there's an In-N-Out. There's also a Chick-fil-A. 
So, I mean, that's going to be dope right there. You know, if, if like you need to step out and go eat or something, you can hit those spots up and um, they're not too far from the place. Um, if you get there really early, um, right when you exit, I'm looking at the maps right now. There's a there's a Starbucks for those of you that are into Starbucks. Um, so there, you know, there's a lot of activity right there. Gas stations if you need to gas up, all that right there. But um, but yeah, the convenience is it's right off the freeway. Um, I think some guests that are flying in might be staying at their hotel. So, I mean, that's already awesome. You get there Friday, check in. Um, you get to spend some time prepping your cars, some last minute, you know, things that you need to look at um, or fix. And um, <clears throat> once you're uh, once you're in there, then, you know, obviously you get in there the next morning. Um, the event starts at 9 a.m. That's when it, it's open to the public and um, it will go on till uh, 4 p.m. So the model car contest, we're having vendors, and I'll, I'll be one of the vendors there. <laughs> um, there'll be a photo shoot, music, door prizes. And um, so if, if you have decided, you know, I'm gonna attend the event and I don't wanna, I don't wanna bring any models, I just wanna show up. I just wanna say what's up, show my face, get some coverage and just hang out. Um, general admission is going to be five bucks, which is cool. You come through five bucks, you're in, you say what's up to some of the homies, walk around, you know, um, chop it up with people, start taking some photos of the models and everything. And, uh, Hey, it doesn't hurt. Get a, get a group shot with your friends or take some selfies with your homies, you know, this, this should be a fun event. I mean, um, this this event was bringing us all together that day to be there because um, for this to happen again and everybody who's going to be there, it's going to be super hard. It might not happen like that again. You know what I mean? We might have some people that might not be there, but everyone who's there, it was meant to be. You know what I mean? So definitely come through. If... Uh, if you're like, man, if you're like in a situation where you're like, dang, I want to go and I can't, but, you know, I got it. I'm watching the kids. I got the kids this weekend, you know, and you know me now. I understand this stuff now. My kid's 11 months. Um, she's going to be, dude, she's going to be one the following weekend of this event. She's already going to be one, which is crazy. And I remember when Willie told me about the event, I was always thinking to myself, oh my God, I hope, hopefully it's not on the same day as we're celebrating her birthday. You know what I mean? Because then I wouldn't be able to go to that. But luckily, it's a week before. So, all right. So I understand that situation. Man, I got to watch the kid because maybe my wife has to work or she's at school or just for whatever reason, you know? Um, don't trip. Bring, bring, come through and bring your kid. Um, Kids are free. And um, another thing, too, it's like, I know a lot of us, like, we we spend so much time building model cars, right? Um, we chill with our families and everything. But then at the end of the day, when everyone's, like, asleep or, or maybe you're alone time, you do your model stuff. Model, 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 model. That it gets to a point where sometimes the family doesn't understand, like, maybe your spouse or significant other doesn't understand like what are you what are you doing you know you're spending so much time with that i don't get it and i feel like if we don't involve like our family into what we're doing or what we're into they're not going to understand and at some point they're going to feel like man like 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 you're wasting your time or this is an inconvenience or something to us but if they see that what you do, you're very passionate and they see you happy, especially at an event like this, and you bring them and they see that side of you, trust me, that support is just gonna grow, it's gonna flourish, it's gonna be like a like a big thing, you know? Um, for me, on this one, I'm gonna be vending, 
So it's really hard for me to be like, I mean, I can tell my girl, yo, let's go and, and bring the kid. But my kid's like, I feel like my kid's too small. And at some point, you know, she's going to have to take a nap. Um, you know, she might not want to like be in a spot for a minute. She might because she wants she likes to go for walks and all these things. And I just feel like for my daughter, uh, like the following year, you know, it's going to be dope once she starts walking and all that stuff, you know, uh, will be dope. I'll definitely want to bring her on events. You know, I want my friends to meet her for sure. My girl as well. And I mean, I feel like if if you if you already have kids and they're a little older, bring them through. You know, think of a plan. Don't feel like, man, like I can't. I just can't go because I got the kids that we can and I can't go. Now nah, you try try to come through. Try to come through. Kids are free. You know, we understand like it's expensive, you know, when you have kids, like, if you can go out to eat and do all this stuff, so, um, shout-outs to the guys, you know, making that, the admission free, also, if you have a kid who builds model cars, and, you know, you want to get them to participate, so this way they start to feel, you know, get that feeling of, like, oh, I'm, like, participating in this event and stuff like that, which is dope, um, for kids, registration's free as well, so admission and registration is free for kids. Um, so that's a cool thing right there. You know, um, I, I've always felt, and I mean, I know there's sayings about this stuff too in quotes and all that stuff. Fools wearing t-shirts with these quotes. But it's true though. Um, you definitely got to like, whatever you're into, you definitely have to involve your kids or your family or what you're into. You know, you got you to gotta bring them in to that you know whether you you're a, a music enthusiast you collect music start to show them music you know start to show them albums talk about these genres talk about when this stuff came out and all this stuff because then they start to get into it too and at some point you have some type of bond with that right um but if you keep all that stuff kind of secretive or you know you don't really you know whenever they come through to see what you're doing to check on you, you know, you start to feel like, oh, they're bothering me, you know, I want to be left alone, and, or else even they feel like they're bothering you, like, oh, you know, and no, nah, I shouldn't be like that, I feel like, you know, you start to come together, and these events, these are family-friendly events right here, bring your family, for sure, you know, um, so now, for those that are going to enter the contest, I'm talking to those that are like, I've been working since January. Ever since they announced the show and the date, I've been, you know, at it, just working on my cars, getting them ready, having them veiled them, having shown them. They're, you know, they're hidden and I'm getting them ready. And I mean, I'm coming to win or I'm coming to get picked or, you know, whatever the, the thing is, you know, you might be entering one, four, or even 10 classes, you know, for whatever, re for whatever it is, um, the entry fee is going to be $25, $25 entry fee for unlimited models. So not just one, it's unlimited. And I mean, I know for some people, 25 bucks might seem a lot like, dang, that's a lot. But don't think about that. Um, don't get discouraged because of the price, because there's, if you've entered shows uh, throughout the years, pricing's always different. Um, some places do do the $25 entry fee for unlimited. Some places do like a $12, $15. And then every after that, it's like two bucks after whatever X amount. Of, so sometimes you end up spending even more than the 25 because you might be bringing a lot of models. So this, this, is definitely a good value for those that are bringing various various amounts of models to enter in different award classes um but for those that are just bringing one car two two cars don't like let that discourage you or make you feel a certain way think of it as like you're supporting dude like straight up you're straight up supporting you know um because it's like, 
I don't know, 25 bucks now isn't really anything, you know? We spend that so quick. Like the minute you walk out that door and you turn on your car or wherever you make a stop, 25 bucks is gone, dude. If you're gonna, uh, you know, buy some food and, and, you know, for yourself, you know, and a homie or for your girl or whatever, 25 bucks is gone. Sometimes you need 30 bucks for a cool meal, you know? Um, but don't let that discourage you. Um, you know, I, I think that's a, that's a pretty reasonable price for, uh, for entering a contest, you know, and, you know, if you guys, if you guys need more info on this stuff too, if you guys want to read all this stuff, uh, please visit dedicatedmagazine.com. Um, now we're moving on to the special awards. So for the awards, I am sponsoring uh, one of the awards, which is the best of show. That's one of the awards that I'm sponsoring. Um, I'm going to read the names of the rest. And I mean, all these awards, they are sponsored. It's just at this moment right now, I don't have in front of me the list of who is sponsoring what, because not only are they sponsoring the specialty awards, but they're also doing just the award classes. So, I mean, there's a lot involved here. But um, so after Best of Show, we got Best of Paint, Best Interior, Best Engine, Best Detail, Dedicated Magazine Pick, Best Theme, 90s Mini Truck. For the award classes, we have Lowrider, Lowrider Bomb Pre-1955, Lowrider Radical, Lowrider Truck, Import, Import VIP, Custom, Looks Good in Suede, Curbside, Hot Rod, Slash Street Machine, Street Truck, Factory Stock, Commercial Vehicle, Competition, Large Scale, Motorcycle, Miscellaneous, and Junior. Um, from the sound of all that that I just read, I mean, they pretty much covered everything, I feel like. Um, I know... Here in Southern California, a lot of model builders do a lot of lowriders. That's always been like a, a pretty big presence on model car show within the last five to 10 years. Um, but then we're starting to see a pretty big surge in um, oh, online, you know, uh, who knows here how it is, but I know online with like import, import VIP, um, you know, starting to see that so it's cool that they have those categories there um there's also well custom you know that that's also been around but it's cool that they got that i mean it, it's a must i know the guys also build uh, custom cars as well um all these are like my favorites right here curbside is always a, an awesome one i love curbsides because you know this is cool if if like you know you want to build a model for the for the looks like static just for the way it looks and um and just post it up right there you know you're gonna see a lot of cool cards i feel like in the curbside posted up showcasing their paint jobs showcasing the wheels the stances and all that stuff so that, that's gonna be uh, super rad uh, right there i know there's a lot of people also that do like hot rod street machines so that's cool that that's there as well the one i'm interested in is the commercial vehicle i don't think i've ever seen that category uh before out here so i'm pretty excited about that um, the same with motorcycle i mean i've been to other events where um i've seen a, like a few bikes but like not never really like a model car show um like this, like the ones that are the homies are, are throwing, you know? So it's kind of be interesting to see that right there. And then um, the miscellaneous, I think, I feel like that's going to be a category that's going to be interesting as well because you're going to get, you know, anything that's in a different scale, I, I think, you know, in cars. Something just very different. I'm pretty sure you could even probably even just sneak in a, like a Hot Wheel or something in there, you know? And just say that it's made out of styrene. Nah, I don't know. 
but um but yeah that that's that right there is pretty much the scoop of what's going down that day um it's gonna be important that day coming out um it's gonna be from 9 a.m to 4 so i'm gonna be vending that day and most likely i'm gonna be doing it by myself um right now i'm in the process i've been sorting stuff out so i'm planning on bringing model kits plan on bringing tools also um some paints and some materials and as far as paints i mean i know at the moment i'm selling a lot of splash and then i also have like tamiya paint with uh with the primers and i mean the primers are for sure i'm just kind of trying to to see um if it's worth bringing the splash or not and the reason why i say that is just because it's a lot of it and it there you know it, it just seems like it would be a lot of work to be bringing splash like i feel like that stuff would take like half of the table up and i don't want it to take up so much space the one of the things that i feel like would be kind of cool and like let's just say if someone comes through and and they want to buy something and um maybe they saw it at my store but at the, right there i don't have it and most likely it might happen i don't have it it's almost like don't trip like you can buy it online and then um i'm planning on doing like a discount code for those for those kind of situations you know so this way they could also order it online um and have it shipped to them and it's just all these things are brainstorming, but the tools, you know, I have so many different tools, but it's like, I can't just bring every single tool, you know? So I have to be very selective as to like, what items are gonna be there at the event that I'm gonna bring, but I'm almost done. I would say I'm probably like 75% done uh, with what I'm bringing. I gotta make sure this stuff fits in my car, get it there and, um, setup is like about 8 a.m for vendors so it's about a one hour drive for me so i'm i'm thinking of probably i'm planning on getting there by like at least 7 30 maybe 8 i mean not 8 uh 7 7 7 30 be there in the area um you know get a coffee in the morning get some breakfast eat be chill so this way when the time comes i'm not like you know hungry and and like freaking out because um i mean obviously i'm going to be vending and it involves a lot of standing up and i mean you're working you know you're pretty much working i'm excited i'm excited to see everybody excited to uh to just kind of see the vibe and everything and i'm just gonna have fun with it i'm not um going into it with pressure in my mind like dude like like you gotta, you gotta sell everything, you know? I'm not gonna put a sign there saying like, it's all gonna go or I'm not going home. Not, eh, like, I'm just gonna have fun with it and just chill, you know? Um, it's not worth putting like pressure and and all this stuff. Uh, my goal though is for sure, obviously to sell, but it's it's like whatever I make, you know, I'm, I'm gonna be stoked because I'll be able to, to get more products in you know in the store pretty much so um that's what i'm i'm looking forward to and um it should be fun i mean we'll see hopefully um you know one of my friends can like watch the table real quick while i sneak out take some photos video and whatnot and then come back to the booth we'll see what's up but um pretty sure the day's gonna go by fast and and it's just going to be like a lot there's going to be a lot going on you know but uh shout outs to the guys for holding down this event i spoke with george vision 124 not too long ago and he should be out in california pretty soon um and that's gonna be dope i mean he was here not too long ago so it must be awesome for him you know or just that feeling like damn i'm back so that's tight and um i hope you know, everything goes smooth and you travel during your travels and get here safe. And uh, we look forward to seeing you, George, um, at the event. And um, so the next, we're gonna move on to the next segment of the show. Um, 
and this one which I had mentioned I wanted to call work in progress um, so this in this segment um, recently I've been working on a model car it's uh, Aoshima Liberty works uh, Hakosuka two-door and um, something went down with this car so originally when I had received this model car kit um, it came from my distributor but one of the things that happened is that the box got smashed during transportation so I ended up you know uh, notifying them and, and everything and at the end I mean the the thing was crushed you know so you know I was able to sell it for a lesser price online if I decided to sell it but I just said to myself you know what I'll just hang on to it and because um, I have other copies that were clean and I could sell those in this one I guess this is gonna be the one that I'm gonna have to build and during this time I was getting a lot of different splash paints that was coming in so I told myself you know what I'll build it I'll use splash paint and then this is gonna be a car that I hopefully I finish on time to take to the show so I could display it at the show and people could see the paint and the, the clear that I used that was the initial plan so I started to uh, to talk to Casey about the car. Um, for those of you that know Casey or do not, this is uh, Casey from Australia. He goes by Slowly Models. So we started chopping it up and um, I started telling him about this car that I was gonna do. And he was like, dude, do it. So then I, I started to work on it. And it's funny cause I'm taking these progress pics and I'm sending it to him. And I mean, I still have some of them saved and I look at them now, I look back because this was like last month and it's just, it's a trip to see the car in those first early stages. It's almost like, it, it, it's like during that time is when you're the most inspired. That's when you're like, I would say like the most happiest where you're like, oh my God, like, you know, you want to, uh, you, you just, you have all these dreams and ideas for this, for this ride. And, um, and at the same time, by me, like just showing it to Casey and talking to him about it and all that, um, it, it just like, it pumped me up for more, right? Like the motivation was there. I, I just kept working on this car like almost every night. And then I started to dig around online, um, on YouTube, um, Instagram, Google, everywhere, looking at photos, you know, looking at GTRs, looking at nissans everything i started just bozuzoku i started looking at everything and then i just started geeking out at that moment and then i started to look at the model car builds of uh, vision 124 you know i started to also look at the builds of ryan's sino evil builds and just different people who were building you know all these japanese cars and um I was just more and more inspired, you know? I started to look up uh, Liberty Walk, start to know like their history and uh, how that company started, how it was like they were trying so hard and it almost failed at some point. And then they finally, it's like they, they climbed the wall and, uh, and now they're on, they're on top, you know? So I started to see all these things and it was very inspiring. So the, to me, I'm used to just building lowrider cars. This was something different that I now was very committed to because I was like, these are products that I'm selling to my customers. So I need to, I need to be able to create this car. You know, I don't want to feel like a poser, you know, not, I'm, I'm not that I am. I'm not, I'm, I'm not an opposer. I could build a model car and whatnot. And I have, but this is now though, like that's like the past, you know, I haven't built one in a minute. So I was like, I gotta, I gotta get on this, but I wanted to do things a little different. You know, I didn't want to really be posting my progress like crazy because I feel like to me it's happened where I've done that. And then it's it. Like, I don't even like, like showcase anything anymore after that. And, um, so I started working on it. Casey was my only person at the moment that I was just showing him, do, 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 check it out, check it out every day, back and forth, back and forth. So I was very inspired, you know, he was pumping me up, inspiring me and everything. 
and uh it was like i think it was like a back and forth kind of thing you know and then i started to tell him because he was like what color are you gonna paint it i was like you know what i'm actually thinking of going with the like that lamborghini uh Aron atlas it's like an orange it's this really beautiful orange color and he was like dude like that's gonna look crazy right so we started looking at instagram we started we're both trying to search for pictures of this car with that that style of paint job and we're not really coming across it we're coming across some but not really you know so i was like dude it's gonna pop it's definitely gonna pop with that color um so then i started to work on the car and um i mean to me a primer is like my to go to so i started to use to me a primer i laid it on it was like ready you know uh it's, it's all gray and i'm thinking all right in order for me to get this to really pop, I got to shoot like, you know, it needs to be white next. And I feel like right here is kind of where I created it. I made an error because I started off with, to me, a primer. But then the second thing was is that I used, um, for for the white color, I used the splash um, I think it's, is it 2K clear? I think it's a 2K clear, they call it. Um, here, I gotta look it up. But, um, I started, not the clear, the, no, with the primer. I started to use a primer and I was like, yeah, 2K primer. And I started to spray it, spray it. But then I feel like I caked it on. I feel like I must've shot it, you know, like too much where it almost almost like it got thick you know and and i was like oh dang so first time using splash and not not to knock them or nothing you know this is i'm doubling up now on primer and now that i think about it what i should have done is left the gray but then what i should have shot over the gray was just a white base like a white not even primer just the white base color and then from there proceed with the orange over that like later you know once the once the white is cured but i didn't do that so i had primer and then more primer on top the first primer was hit with rattle can and then the second was hit with with airbrush um but i feel like when i did it with the airbrush like i put too much in there so then i um it dried and everything came back home Cause I did this in the garage. So when I was back in the house, I sanded it. And then I was like, all right, cool. The white, it's ready for paint. And But that's another thing too. When you're sanding, when I was sanding the white primer, you have to be very careful. And Armando's told me this in the past. He's like, don't break through the white. Cause the minute you break through the white, you're gonna see gray now. And if you're like, well, it's, it's still primer. And if you shoot whatever color, it's gonna look blotchy or there's gonna be a difference within because because it, you know, it's like everything's white and all of a sudden you burn to the white and you have gray primer, it's gonna set off a different tone. So I made sure not to do that. Everything was fine. Now the car's ready to for, ready for paint. It's all cleaned, ready to go, it's sanded. And um, I get the orange, shake up the bottle, airbrushes are ready. You know, everything's all set. Boots up and running, got the fan going on and everything. I'm trying to be as professional as possible <laughs> as much as I think I am like trying to do that. And then I start spraying my orange color. <laughs> I'm using my pistol grip, Iwata, the um, HPTH, and I'm just like, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like I'm getting to the final code <laughs> and then I stop and I'm staring at it, taking a break, turn everything off. And I'm just staring at it. And then I step away for a bit and I come back. But but it's covered though, you know, the car. I don't just leave it right there. Like I cover the car. But then I start to notice there's some areas where started the paint's starting to react now. It's starting to shrink and like crinkle up and do all this crazy stuff. And I'm like, oh, dang. And, now, and then these small little crevices started reacting. I'm like, oh no, dude, this paint job's ruined, right? Ruined. So I was like, dang. So, um, 
I took some photos and yeah, the orange, I mean, it kind of looks cool, but once from far away, but once you get close, oof, it looks nasty because you can still see the white underneath. Like something happened, you know? And I was like, well, I washed my hands, you know, I wasn't like, like eating chips or anything like that, but there was a reaction. So I came home and I wasn't like, man, I'm going to go get purple power. Or I got to strip this and start over. Nah, none of that. I was like, all I got to do, honestly, is just sand it. Sand as what I can and go from there. So I started sanding it with the, the like the 400 grit, 600 grit. And then I, no, I think it was just 400 and I stopped. And then I just, I was like, cool. You know, I, I got most of the orange off and um, I'm down to the white and even a little bit of gray, you know, I broke, I broke the white. So I went into the gray. So I just prepped it again and I rattle canned it. Boom, gray, gray primer. It looked like nothing happened. It was still smooth, it looked clean. And I thought I was gonna lose the details and it didn't. I was like, man, I'm gonna lose the details. I did not lose none of the details. All the details were uh, still there. So I uh, pretty much got the car ready. Mm. But ma but then I made a decision. I had to change something. I talked to uh, to Casey about it. And I'm like, yo, what do you think? I'm thinking about dropping the orange. I don't want to do the orange anymore because of what happened. And I just feel like that color might be a little transparent. That I don't know. Like I need. I want to do something else. Something that's gonna cover up even if there's a flaw in the thing. So then. I started to research colors and one of the colors that stands out to me so much that I'm like, dude, this is such a beautiful color is the Nissan Millennium Jade. And it's so funny because I remember I posted about that color saying like, oh, you know, we got this color in splash paints and somebody in the community, I don't know who this dude is, but somebody left a comment uh, talking about it, saying how like, but it was such a funny comment because he's like knocking it like like just saying how like the color isn't what it's supposed to be how it's totally a totally different color this and this and that and i mean i i understand the person's point of view you know but at the same time it's um i feel like you, you definitely need to try to shoot that color over different shades of paint right whether it's a white primer uh, a light gray primer or just a darker gray primer you're gonna you're gonna definitely get different effects over that you know and that's why a lot of people do spoons um or or they spray you know they do a test spray on little pieces of styrene or stuff like that because you want to determine you know what's going to give you that actual color that you want so I replied to him about that, not trying to like, you know, get crazy or anything like that. It was just, it was just to let him know, like, you know, hey man, you know, I'm pretty sure you could get that color. It's just, you got, it, it just depends like what's underneath. That's going to give you that tone. But I never, I mean, I never got a response or anything back. And I don't know if he ever read it or not. Maybe he did. I'm not sure. But it was interesting that that came up. But at the same time, I was like. It was more like, dude, I got to use that color now. I got to use it. So this way I can show that I used it and I feel like I, I got it as close as to what it's shown like in the photo of that car um, of what it resembles. So I swapped the colors. I started to use that and I loved it. I just love the way it came out. And I mean, I was just like the little areas where I knew that there was little flaws like the they're gone like you can't even tell and then so that I stopped that and then I want to say like I let it chill for a day or two then I decided all right it's time to shoot the clear now and I um I went ahead and mixed the clear so the, with this clear it's like a, a here let me get the, the ratios because I believe it's a three to one the 2k gloss clear and um has a catalyst as well um three to one so three parts clear one part catalyst 
So I went ahead and used a Tamiya jar, which on the side it has like the little measuring sections, which is like perfect. So I started using that and in uh, a pipette to to get you know the clear and then the catalyst because you wanna you wanna try to uh, get this measurement as close as possible. You know, you don't wanna just kind of just toss stuff in there and mix it and be all loose and, and not care and, you know, be <laughs> just, I don't know, lighting up a cigarette at the same time. Nah, none of that. So you want to take this serious, you know, you want it to come out right. You got to think about it. You spent so much work sanding, primering, trying to find the time to actually work on your model because you're busy. You don't have the time. And now this is the moment of the truth. This is the time. That you're gonna spray this clear and, and you're gonna knock this thing out you're gonna bang this thing out so dope so you gotta you gotta follow instruction follow rules and do what's said on the instructions so I went ahead and mixed it all up and then um, once once you stir it let it chill for like another like minute to five minutes because what you want is you want those chemicals to bond together you, you know because when you introduce them as you're tossing them in the bottle, they're being introduced. And then when you're mixing them, it's like there's a marriage now. You're marrying them together and now they're interlocked and they're in there together and they're ready to go. So you go ahead and you do that. And then finally, um, when I shot the clear, I used two airbrushes. So I have my HP CS and then I have my HP, uh, oh no, no, wait. I take that back. I did that for the paint. I'll talk about that in next. But for airbrushing, uh, for clearing, I just used the HPCS. So I managed, it's a, a 0.5 millimeter. So I pretty much was able to sh shoot clear, get it in all the little crevices, every gear, get full coverage. I did three quotes, coats. So the first coat of clear, um, I was shooting it at like a 20 PSI. I shot the first coat of clear and I, I got coverage on the car. Nothing wet, but like I got a good amount on there. The second, and then I waited five minutes. Five, and I put my timer on my phone. Once I put, once I stopped spraying it, I put the timer. Um, I'm hitting it. Um, the timer is going on. Once the timer is off, I come back. All right, here we go for the second coat of clear. This one is now more heavier. So I get it in there. It's heavier. I'm starting to now see a reflection of myself in the clear, like a mirror. And I'm going, oh shoot, like I'm getting close, but I need to kind of chill because then this might be too much. So then I let that settle. In the instructions, it tells you to chill for five minutes, but this one, I extended it a little more. I waited 10 minutes just because I wanted to make sure that this stuff was starting to clean, like to, uh, you know, dry up and then uh, or settle and then finally the the third one I hit it heavy so it's nice wet I probably did I went around the whole car like twice or three times that last one and then I just put the thing away and um, and I just that's it I'm not I'm not gonna touch it. I'm not gonna mess with nothing you know we'll see what surprises we come with the next day when I check up on it came back the next day um, you know there, no drips none of that uh, no runs and I mean it just it looked clean there was a there was like some small little areas where I was like all right I'm gonna have to sand that no big deal but I was really happy and pleased um I felt like there the splash paints the 2k clear is up there with like the house of color show clear you know it's just the difference is obviously going to be the bottling the the packaging one one is less than the other but as far as like the shine and the gloss, it's, it's up there. Um, so, um, so I got that done. I waited two days. Finally, in two days, I got, the, I got the model and I was able to like touch it, like, you know, work it, sand it and all that stuff. Try to polish it and all that. Um, so going back to the paint. So when I shot the paint, the Millennium Jade, I used two airbrushes, HPCS, a 0.3 millimeter airbrush and then my HPTH trigger action with the fan pattern. So both guns were set. The first one, the HPCS, I loaded it up with paint, 
and then I started to airbrush the small little areas that I knew weren't going to be getting hit a lot with paint, especially when I'm hitting it with the fan spray. So I started to, um, to get into the rear view mirrors, underneath the spoiler, the fenders, all the small little areas that, you know, when you do these passes, you know, it's not, there's paint's not going to be going in there. So I handled all that. And then right after that, then I finished it up with the fan pattern. And, and I mean, the, ca the coverage was fast and quick and I mean, and got it. But I, I did that method. I've never done that before, but this one I was just thinking, you know what, I got, I'm gonna do it this way. I'm gonna try this out and it worked out. So I was really happy with that. Um, so the new update now with that car pretty much is that the car, um, I still, I need to finish polishing the car. And then once I'm done polishing it, I need to start um, back masking it because there's some areas where I'm gonna spray a flat black um, on there and um, you know my hopes dreams and desires was to have this ready for the show and I mean lately these like last couple weeks have been really hectic at, with me work and just daily life stuff that there's no way I'm gonna have it done you know as much as I thought like oh yeah I'll, I'll knock this out I feel like if I do it I'm just gonna rush it and I'm not gonna be like satisfied at the end um that's pretty much the final stage is just shooting the black and um once that's done then just assemble it and and it's all good to go you know um and i mean it sounds really easy and all but i mean i want to be happy at the end you know because i love this stuff but at the end of the day i want to be satisfied i want to be like happy with with what i did and not feel rushed and not miss that emotion you know like finishing it, oh, here you go, it's done. And then I didn't even, I, I don't feel accomplished. I don't feel like satisfied at the end. So that's one of the, one of the things I'm uh, pretty much just gonna wait on, you know, until after the show. But I have posted some photos on my Instagram. If you go to, uh, if you look me up, uh, 65 Lokes underscore, you'll see photos of the car and uh, where it's at, you know, like the progress. But um, I will post more stuff, you know, obviously once the event passes and everything like that. Um, the, the final segment of this podcast, um, man, you see, I'm already, damn, almost an hour. Well, I guess that's a good thing for those of you that are traveling far with content. But I also need to wrap this episode up. It's getting kind of late over here right now but um, the last one's going to be about the store. So the, uh, so the Skill Rider store. For those of you that don't know, it's skillriders.com. Um, I sell model kits, uh, supplies, paints, tools, a lot of various things. So right now at this moment, um, I do have a, a pretty large order coming my way um, all the way from China. And this is Dispay. Um, Dispay is coming through. They... It took them a while. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Hey, there was some stuff where I was, a, I was a little like, little mad about, but I'm like over it now. But I mean, it, it took a minute to get what I wanted to get from them uh, to me. And I mean, I'll blame that to a lack of communication, but it's all good, whatever, you know? It, the good thing is it's already in transit. It's gonna be here soon, but, um, I'm excited because there's the paint mixers. There's also gonna be this like tiny little Dremel tool that I'm excited. And I feel like that's gonna be, these are the tools that are gonna enhance and change the game right now. Um, and I mean, these companies, especially Dispay, they're in the forefront. They're coming out with, with a lot of neat things. And they're coming out with more things that other companies haven't come out with in years. And they've been around, those other companies have been around longer. But it's going to be coming in. I'm excited. Um, once I have that stuff up, it's going to be live on the site to make it available to you guys. One of them being the paint mixer that I mentioned. You know, we normally, we get our paints and we shake them up and this and that. And um, that little mixer, it's going to do wonders, you know. Like, let's just say you're going to, 
you're gonna get ready to for, for paint um at some point i could see someone having like four of them and they put all their jars in each one and they they just hit to mix and then it mixes them up um and they're ready to go ready to spray and um the other one the dremel i mean it's gonna be like a small it's almost like the it looks like the size of a pen or a marker um you know that that dremel tool is gonna come in handy for cutting things especially for cutting cutting stuff um and styrene and even grinding grinding the inner fenders of like hot wheels that's gonna come in handy right there so uh that's coming up and then also uh aoshima i mean dang they've been they've been announcing a lot of things i know a lot of the stuff it's like represses repops and some people are like oh i've already built that you know it's, there's really no hype behind it but it's like dude that's you bro i'm hyped like i'm always hyped so i'm pretty hyped um the only one thing i'm waiting on is like the pre-orders so i do have stuff on pre-order uh that was that's supposed to drop they slated it for uh what was it july but we're in august and not, nothing's dropped and um and i mean i i hope this stuff comes out i've already sent i distributed an email telling them yo give me a heads up when the stuff's gonna drop because i want to i want to know so this way you know i let my customers know uh what's up so for those of you that have pre-ordered uh thank you for being patient about that um, I have all your info. Everything's set. It's just ready. I'm just waiting for my distributor to get the stuff and to tell me, all right, here you go. Me to get it. And then I just ship it out to my customers. And um, so excited for that. Um, there has been some restocks. I did get the Infini model, the, uh, the cutting mat A. We have that back in stock. This is probably like the largest quantity I've ever ordered from of, of that mat a and um they're they're there i mean i'm not expecting like oh yeah I'm, you know i'm gonna sell all of these quick but i ended up getting just a lot because i was getting tired of just constantly ordering and then having to order again and, and again and again it's best to just you know order a lot and i mean that's kind of the goal you know in the beginning you order smaller quantities but as time goes and the supports there and you grow you definitely need to order larger quantities so you always have the stuff available for your customers um so infinity model um that stuff's in and then the hiq parts the decal squeegees are in as well uh, those come in handy when you're doing your water slides and and just you know want to get the excess of water out all that stuff works really great um there's also going to be um there's a company called gun primer that I'm gonna be getting their products in as well. That's something that's gonna be coming soon. Um, they they used to be, they, they used to sell exclusively with the wholesaler in the US, but but that, but that this is like a wholesaler who's, I mean, they're, I, I feel like they're everybody's competitor, you know? So it doesn't make sense. But I mean, some, some places like, you know, in Asia or, or or other places around the world, you know, they, they want to get the stuff in the U.S. because we're like number one consumers of this stuff, right? But the problem is, is sometimes, you know, they're going to have to deal with customs and all this stuff. So these bigger companies try to find like they, to secure an exclusive deal with a store that, that can be a distributor, you know, um, to handle other stuff but then again that can be a very like a biased thing just think of it like this like let's just say that i'm i'm in a position where i have a big warehouse and i have my online orders and my sales and then a company comes to me and they're like hey we want you to be our number one distributor and i'm like yeah let's do it and i end up getting just thousands and thousands like let's just say two hundred thousand dollars worth of their tools and inventory in my store um to to wholesale and the people who are going to buy it from me i'm like in competition with them right so that's where the bias thing comes in because what if like a new product drops and, it, and it's a hot item you know i might limit what i'm going to sell to my to my competitors and i would be like no oh we're out of stock you know so i don't know that's where i feel like it's kind of iffy and i don't think it's cool 
So it's kind of cool that they broke away from that finally because now I can buy direct from them and I don't have to go through, you know, somebody else and be in those situations. So uh, look out for that gun primer. I think you guys are going to start to see that more um, because more and more stores are going to start to carry it. And um, they make some really quality products. But, um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, if you guys, uh, I'm going to be having a sale this weekend. I re recommend, highly recommend, subscribe to um, my, uh, my mailing list. So go on the website, skywriters.com. Scroll down. Somewhere in the middle, there's, there's going to be a box where you could join the mailing list. Submit your email address. And um, because that's where I'm going to be sending out coupon codes for stuff. Because I know, you know, you guys support. And I also want to be able to, like, hit you guys up with, like, a coupon code. Because I feel like if you sign up for the for the email list, that's where you're really going to know more of what's kind of what's popping off, what's going on. And especially when I get new items uh, or I want to have a sale on a particular item, you know, I'm, I'm going to announce it and show it there. That would be one of the, the best places, you know, so I would recommend that. But uh, other than that, I mean, we got the show coming up this weekend. I'll have some stuff on hand, on deck, right there, chilling out, come through, say what's up, kick it for a minute. Um, that way I'm not, I'm not right there, just post it up by myself, you know, C come over, chill out. And um, other than that, guys, I um, wish you guys the best. Be safe um you know try to be as positive as you can no matter what happens in our lives i mean every day you know we could think oh things are going to be smooth and then something happens and something happens and i mean we always get sidelined with stuff but at the end of the day a lot of the times um things come together and we find that peace and everything's chill so um always have hope you know and um I don't know if you ever feel like you need to, you know, you feel alone or something. You always got homies. You always got someone you could talk to. Um, you know, they might not be there, but you could talk. You could always talk to someone that lives even miles away, you know, online. You know, so don't be afraid to make friends with people who live far and whatnot. Um, but yeah, man, just be safe, chill out, um, have fun, keep that mind busy. Keep working on their models. Keep exploring. Keep seeing what's up, what's out there. Um, but uh, yeah, stay fresh. All right, guys. Peace out.